So another week is behind me. The week of June 11th through the 17th is winding, has wound down, and we find myself on today, Saturday, talking about things that what transpired over the last seven days for the most part. And one of the things I one of the things that stands out for this past week has been my ongoing engagement with the HR department at my place of employment, the city of Greensboro. An engagement that, in my opinion, should have never taken place at all. Now, because, now because um, this is an ongoing matter, I'm not going to in detail other than it's something that's on its way to finding some level of resolution. And this engagement with the HR department started simply because I embraced something Madeline Albright once said. Madeline Albright once said. And she said, she said, it took me quite a long time to develop a voice. And now that I have it, I am not going to be silent. She said it took her a long time to develop a voice. And when she had it, she was no longer going to be silent. Now, some of you may not be familiar with who Melanie Albright is. So I'll give you a little background information on her. Just bear with me. That's all I ask. Um, she was an American statesman, and her four words impacted culture and attitudes of Americans. Because I chose to long, longer be silent spoke up this matter which possibly could have been resolved in a few days has drawn out over the week and I'm good with that because for me those of you who know me know that I am in this thing called life for the long game we really when we say Alfred we all in life for the long game we all want the best out of life we all want certain things in life we all want to be in a place better than where we were a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, several years ago. But how many of us are willing to give up our voice to become, to enter into a better space? How many of us are willing to exercise a voice, should I say, to end up in a better space? Many of us have discovered, many people have chosen to surrender their voice or to give their voice to the gossip pool, perhaps in the workplace, perhaps in your family, Perhaps just anywhere you can go and have someone hear your story. <laughs> As if your story is the only story that has some ups and downs, some highs, some lows, some tragedies, and some victories. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, y'all. When you choose to just give your voice out indiscriminately to speak 
at will to speak without even giving thought to what you're saying, then you are not really utilizing your voice, in my opinion. For your greater good or for the good of, uh, greater good of those you may be sharing some words with, exchanging some words with. So that's thing that I've done, primarily through written text. Highlight something that I heard on um, heard on the book I was listening to this morning, on audio, audio book I was listening to earlier this morning as I prepared myself to come out and do this. One of the things said in that audio book, The Southern Awakening, ties in with me as a black man and other people of color. Now it has a general meaning, but I'm gonna zero in on the blackness of what was said in that book. It said, basically for us as people of color to never engage one-on-one -on -one with the person of authority. Where it comes down to basically, basically it means their word against your word. A person thought of being a person of white persuasion, a white person of authority. And it's sad that we are finding ourselves in this space now, in this time period now. But even as we go about life and diversity seems to be on the rise and more inclusiveness seems to be the practice among so many younger people. I mean younger people in the context of millennials and others. There's some of my age demographic who are fully embracing it. And as that same book said, if you find one voice that will stand up for you and another voice will stand up for you, that voice is a white person, then salute that person. But everybody's not against you. But however, I'm going back to the one-on-one -on -one engagement. The one-on-one -on -one engagement with the person in authority that sits in authority over you, whether it's in your workplace or your worship place or your school setting or wherever it is. If there's an issue involving you that's brought you into that person's presence, they ask for that engagement to be done with someone that's present or the ability to document that engagement in some form or another. And going back to what I just mentioned about my place of employment, I, I asked for documentation. Now I'm getting documentation through written text with the HR department, but I was denied documentation in the one-on-one -on -one conversation. But I did exercise my voice and ask him. Now, with regards to that audio book, The Southern Awakening, I strongly encourage you, I encourage you to check that book out, y'all. Southern Awakening by Bernard Sims. B A R N A D S I M. The Southern Awakening, a black man's guide in liberating the rural South. It has so many jewels in it that encourages people of color to exercise their voice and how to go about exercising their voice. For we know American history is filled, it's littered, American history, the fields of American history are littered with bodies of broken black people. 
literal fields for simply exercising their voice. And sometimes they exercise their voice in a group setting and they still lost their lives. Even now we see it. You may say, Alfred, well, you're going down that road, you're tying it in with what happened to your job. Yes, because as a black man, I did not have anyone really there to vouch for anything that I was speaking in the initial engagements but led to the written conversation and dialogue with HR. So this past we can review, that's been a large part of it. However, on the flip side of all of that, I've been blessed. I was blessed to engage with my spiritual brothers, spiritual family again. I'm going to bring that into almost every one of these things in the weekend review episodes because no one, none of us are truly alone. As one poet wrote many years ago, no man is an island. No woman is an island. No person of any sexual gender is an island. There's more power in us engaging and being part of a community setting. And my, it's my belief that we were designed, we were created, we live and breathe for a community. And when challenges arise, we tap into that power of community. And during this week, when this thing happened with me, I was able to engage and have some conversations with others. But I often have to tell people, especially those who don't know me outside of work, that I don't stand alone. I don't stand alone. I don't walk alone. I don't speak alone. I'm not the smartest person in the room. Do not let yourself become that smartest person in the room. Because sometimes these things that come up upon us, sometimes these engagement with other people of authority come about because they feel that you are alone, that you're not part of a greater community, or you, they see you in the workplace community or in the family setting or however they engage with you. They say, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it, y'all. I get it. He's there over there. She's over there. I see how they're doing. I see how they roll. Secretary Marilyn Albright again. But she discovered her voice. She decided no longer to be silent. If you not have if you have yet to discover your voice at whatever age you're listening to this podcast episode. I challenge you to start the journey of discovering your voice. And if you have discovered your voice, I challenge you to discover ways to make it more impactful through reading books, through listening to podcast episodes of different leaders and thought, thought leaders to go on YouTube to dig in deeper to those resources of those, tap into the resources of those who help you to utilize the power of your voice. When you find yourself in perhaps a compromising situation where you seem to have no real power of force or choice. So this past weekend review, I've been able to get my voice empowered by listening to others, to be engaging with others, and to sharing with others. In regards to that workplace thing, which was a big part of this podcast episode, engagement has definitely helped me to temper my spirit, to temper my ego, to tell from that male machoism thing that wants to stand up and fight hard, be loud and be seen, as some men want to be. But they feel that's the only way they can be heard or seen or to affect change.
I quite, I, I, sometimes at moments like this, I think of the differences in personalities of Martin Luther King, of Malcolm X, of Elders Cleaver, of the Black, Pan, Pan, Black Panther movement. Black men, three different voices, three different approaches to gaining the one common thing that American, Blacks and Americans we African-Americans, as we are now known, have been denied for about 400 years. To only have our voice heard, to only be seen, but to also be treated fairly and more justly in all aspects of American society. From the workplace, to the home place, to the worship place. And if you are one of the clergy, black clergy, who have chosen to temper your voice to the point that you're no longer empowering your flock as you lead your flock. What may mean empowering your flock? Empowering your flock to collectively bring about change in your local community, especially here in the South. Rural communities, you get a whole lot of, I praise Jesus and I love Jesus and we must serve Jesus. But you turn around and fail to get to the polls to vote for those who promote the same freedom that Jesus promoted for fears, different types of fears, whether it's fear of retaliation, fear of being separated. Hell, you already separated, you already looked down upon. You already fighting up here, fighting these rural communities, especially where I grew up at, in places like Bell Haven, Beaufort County. It's not a matter of liberal thinking, it's a matter of you are functioning now and standing on the backs of your ancestors who have died for the freedoms you have now that you're willing to still surrender and promote. By means of the pulpit. My weekend review, yes, it's been one hell of a week. Because I stood in the company of a lot of strong black men, and I have a fair, really strong spiritual leader who, Ronald God, who speaks out, who's been empowering us on this Father's Day month. During this Pride Month, to not only celebrate our manliness, but also celebrate the differences of others, the diversity of others. which has given me, helped me to have my voice back in the context of knowing when to be silent, but not completely silent, silent in the sense of not engaging in a way that I will be continued vilified or give me the voice to stand and speak, to engage on a level that I will at least be respected. This weekend review. Have privilege working with some of my favorite co-workers. We got there and we got it done. We did our jobs, we did our jobs. We don't, in my opinion, we went above what was required. Some great people I've worked with when it comes to getting the job done, assignments done. And we do have a little bit of shop talk, as we call it, back in the day. We did engage in some of that, but at the end of the day, we... We laughed, we talked, we rode, we did the routes, we got it done. On this Father's Day weekend, I salute all fathers. My biological father, he's still alive, but he's never really been a father to me in that context. There's lines of communication are down. Perhaps we'll be down to the day we die. But it's no fault of my own. Because I've tried in the past to reach out. But you only do so much. 
Thankfully, I am acknowledged by my sons, and my sons acknowledge me. My grandkids acknowledge me. But I've been blessed to see a third generation come about. From my loins, as the biblical text will say. This has been a great week, y'all, and to go back on it. Good week overall. Hope your week has been the same. Hope you can look back on your week and say, I've had some highs and some lows, but I'm still here. So another day, I'm still here. I'm still standing. If you a man listening to this podcast and a man of color, and you feel that you've lost your voice, or you have trouble exercising your voice in a way other than what you've been taught you should be exercising it in, with the guy banter and the, oh, I'm going to do this, and we are yang, 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 yang. Have you languages that you speak in? Whatever language you speak in, as far as the dynamics of your voice, I challenge you to harness it. Not only for your own good, but to reach and change, alter the thinking patterns of another generation. We are so much. We are so much more than what the media portrays us as. We are husbands. We are fathers. We're boyfriends, we're life partners, we're black men and we're standing. You miss with Alfred, you went down that racial line because I told you, if you look at the context of this podcast, it covers religion, politics, and all that. And if you are, uh, as I would say, my brother from another mother or a person of another ethnicity, I invite you to, continue, to stand with us if you're not standing with us. You have the resources to help make our communities better. Use those resources. We are not, we've never been what the media portrays us as people looking for a handout or a hand up. We've never been that. That's the media hype. That's the media bullcrap. That's what been taught and promoted since the days we walked away from the fields and plantations. We've always stood up for the most part. We've always stood tall. We always found a way to find our voice, even though our voices sometimes cost us our lives. I challenge you to stand with us as fathers, as men. If you have the resources to stand with us, to speak. The political climate of this college country is political Yes, we must continue to stand, continue to speak, continue to exercise our voice. 
to grow together, make a difference. So this weekend review, it's been a great weekend review. That's just been a great week to look back on. Simply because I've chosen to exercise my voice as I encourage you to exercise your voice. All men, all women, all gender communities, never, ever surrender your voice to those who wish to silence your voice. Have a great week, y'all. Please like, subscribe, and follow this podcast. Life is about more than living. I will be coming back with at you at the beginning of the week with the episode this the week ahead. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please share this podcast episode. If you'd like to get a shout out on this podcast, leave me a message of this episode or reach out to me directly by means of LinkedIn and have your paid, keyword paid, shout out on this podcast. If you're not living your best life, then find the ways to do so in line with this podcast theme. Life is about more. And living home.